Hello and welcome to a brand new Power Half Hour on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko. My co-host on the West Coast is none other than Chad Montgomery Smart. Hello, Chad. Hello, Gregory. How's it going? It's going well for after 10 o'clock on a Monday night. All right. I know we uh both sitting here. We just finished Monday Night Raw. I don't know who we is. I haven't. <laughs> this is the first time I've sat down in non-work capacity since yeah, about I, eight o'clock this morning. I, I didn't watch either, so I don't know what's happening. So I can't even fake um, something. But uh, oh, anyway, I know, yeah. I know. I caught this. I, I was scrolling through Facebook, and for some reason, I still like the WWE social media. And I can tell you that tonight you did ha- have the opportunity to walk with Elias. Oh, yeah. No, I did my walking this afternoon, so I think I'm good. I think who, I'm- who, who did you walk with, Chad? I walked with myself. I walked around town and I just, you know, had a nice little little 40 minute walk and walk, walked down to Best Buy, walked in there and, and you know, cried a little bit because. Best Buy that I grew up with 20, 30 years ago is not the Best Buy of today. And did did you walk just, with the sad. Lord? Did, did you feel the Lord with you, Chad? You know, I turned around and I saw one set of footprints. And so <laughs> like, even he has abandoned me. Oh, never. My time of need. Never. Because I needed a bum $5 to... I don't know. I don't know where this is going. What, uh, what, Chad, what, what do you need $5 for? And what's your Venmo so the people can tell uh, send you money? <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not going to give up my Venmo because <laughs> I don't need people to send me money. But it's interesting. Uh, actually, um, you know, the, my one, two, three cents host, Kevin Huntsberger, I almost said Kevin Smith. That he, he, he's got his enough shows. He doesn't have to do another one. Right. Um, but Kevin Huntsberger and I were talking the other day about people that post their Venmo or cash app or whatever, just on social media to be like, Hey, send me money. And it's not like, you know, like the GoFundMe craze where it's like, Hey, I have these medical bills or I need a car or I need something useful and beneficial. It's just like, Hey, I want to take a vacation, help me pay for it. And, you know, I should jot this note down because I think the, the book that I have floating around inside my head I have a chapter that I could dedicate to that, which is going to segue back into my rambling earlier about not being able to come up with, you know, excuse of what I was doing today or what I need $5 for. And, you know, we, when you and I were texting over the weekend to see what we were going to talk about this week, I said, we're both want to be writers. We both claim to want to write, but it's a struggle so far in the uh, time I would say last 20 years that I've wanted to try to write something. So let's talk about the struggles of writing and going back to my not being able to come up with a good lie or story to tell you about why I need $5 kind of shows the struggles that I have of trying to come up with an idea (laughs) to write down. Yeah. So I actually have um, a couple of friends who are published authors. Uh, One is a guy I talk with every week. Uh, he is a co-host on my Husker podcast, uh, the five-part podcast on coronation.com. He's actually the founder of coronation.com. And his first book was Ben Dead, Never Been to Europe, because 
uh, similar to Kevin Smith, he also survived a Widowmaker heart attack. Uh, so this uh, first book is bits of his life uh, from his from his life that he can remember, like memories, portions of his uh, uh, life are, are gone. Uh, but it's the the experience, some of the uh, therapy and things like that after the heart attack. And his second book, which just came out, both, by the way, available on Amazon.com, is called Manage Your Damage. And, and manage Your Damage, easy for me to say. And it's more about looking at the, uh, like some some of the, the mental miscues that he has and, and some of the, the um, memory loss and, and, and trying to recover that aspect. Um, so he, he has a unique perspective on things because he had, I'm not saying Chad, don't, don't, I don't mean to say you don't have anything to say, but he's, I think he, he found his way of coping through things is to put pen to paper uh, in another this one's more of an acquaintance than a friend, but I did have the honor years ago to like proofread uh, copies before sent to the publisher. Uh, Amanda K. Morgan, she's a YA, aka young adult uh, author, and now she lives in Nashville, I believe. Um, but you know, she has a few books that are again that YA genre. Um, and I was just fortunate enough uh, to, like I said, get proofread copies, and I could say you know, I would do away with that comma, you know, do like, I was basically free editing and free spell check. <laughs> well, I'm glad you clarified why, because I was thinking she's a yeast addict. That's really odd. But speaking of yeast, let me tell you about the delicious yeast in New Belgium, Fat Tire Amber Ale. Established in 1991 in Colorado. It is my beverage of choice tonight. It is delicious. Mm, I had a chocolate shake from Fat Burger earlier, and that, that was a lot better. <laughs> and I love beer. That's the first shake that, that I've had in, in months. And yes, it was very nice, except for the fact that they, I had it delivered uh, with my meal. They did not give me a straw, so I had to use my metal uh, straw, my you know reusable straw that I got like three years ago and I've never reused because I always forget to take it with me. And uh, let me just say, metal is not a material that should be made into a straw it's not or wood or something but steel metal no let me just say plastic is a very i think people are like you know we have this uh i think feigned in a lot of uh regard feigned concern for the environment it's like oh we have to have paper straws paper straws suck i'm just gonna say it right now go 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 back to your plastic straws they don't take up that much space and uh uh, and, and well, it's about the sea turtles. There are too many plastic straws ending up in the ocean, killing the sea turtles. Well, who's dumping so, trash in the ocean? Well, Americans, because that's what we do. Oh. Uh, you know, we but, need we need Aquaman to just, <laughs> or, or I'm, maybe not Aquaman. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 ocean Ocean Master, Ocean Master to just chuck all of our trash back inland. And I live far enough inland yeah. that won't really affect me. Yeah, why Romans got. Several acres, I'm sure we could just. You do, how dare you touch the beautiful landscape that is Wyoming? How dare you? All right, let's get back to writing because we do <laughs> jump off on tangents. Uh, yeah, no, um, real quick, you're talking about the friends you know that are published. You know, my, my former podcast co host, Travis Yates, uh, he, he's got two books published. Um, I think one is called Confessions of a Latchkey Kid, which is all movie reviews. And then his other ones, No One Told Me My Legs Didn't Work, which is about 
one of his dogs being having a stroke and being paralyzed. And then the rehabilitation they went through with that dog, both you can find again on Amazon as well. And I highly recommend, I've only read about half the latchkey kid one. Um, it's, it's interesting. If you like movies, he's got some good takes and the, no one told me my legs didn't work is, is a good book too. And I, you know, I know when we were doing the podcast and, and he sent me a copy of the book, he's like, Oh, do you know anybody in acquisition that, you know, might want to, buy this and turn it into a film. And I'm like, I don't know anybody, uh, sadly, but, and I wish I did. I wish I knew someone that I could put that in the hands of and say, this could be, you know, after the Channing Tatum movie dog came out and did well, I think we need more dog films. So. Well, well think of it like a, a, a dog's purpose. Yeah. You know, Marley and me kind of Cujo uh, homeward bound in incredible. Like people just want to see, uh, not I can't say anthropomorphic dogs, um, but like dogs who speak without their mouth moving, you know, like dogs who that like internal slash external monologue, you know, um, I've not seen the Channing Tatum slash Kevin Nash movie uh, dog, uh, but I was Kevin I Nash to. in it too. Yes. Hey, you haven't seen oh, the movie. I have not. Oh, I do. I did see, see Magic Mike, though. I have uh, not. Kevin Nash and Channing Tatum. But I, I have not seen magic mike i'm sorry or the sequel uh yeah magic mike we all wish we had greg's body <laughs> yes um yeah i mean magic mike was good didn't and kevin nash you know shows that he wasn't just a one-hit wonder with super shredder and teenage mutant Ninja turtles too he's he's got some acting chops excuse me he was also in the punisher opposite thomas jane that is true and he's in Rock of Ages opposite Tom Cruise. So there you go. I mean, he got maybe we should just do it, do a Kevin Nash Disc- or filmography episode someday. <laughs> someday. Uh, someday. Uh, when we get really hard up. But yes, getting back to writing, you know, I, and I think part of it for me has been having a real job uh, when I did. I'm on a computer all day. And so the last thing I do when I want to get home or when I get home is be on a computer trying to write. Yeah, sure. Even though I usually go on the computer and just surf the web and watch YouTube videos and kill time that way, um, I had a have an I have an, an uncle who um, was a writer in television, um, wrote a couple of screenplays that kind of went up the ladder, but they never never got made. But and he gave me the advice years ago. He's like, if you want to be a writer, you don't get an entertainment job. You get a job as like a overnight desk clerk at a hotel, something that gives you time to work on the writing at your job. So, um, well, Einstein was a patent clerk, so yeah, he was also a genius. So, and I, I'm not going to put myself in the same category as Einstein. I would Jed. I mean the hair, when I grow it out, maybe there's, there's Einstein just below that. Chad smart, just below that. Stephen Hawking, just below that. Greg Mahochko. And way towards the bottom, Kevin Huntsberger. I was gonna say, if you're talking about Einstein the dog from Back to the Future, maybe. No. <laughs> uh, uh, no yeah, but, that, but that is that is a valid point because now, similarly, I'm at my computer, you know, all day long. And I thought when I took this job, I'm like, I'll have, you know, I just need the discipline. I'll have the mornings free. I can log on yeah. my home laptop, and or, or you know, when I get to the office, I can take ten minutes out and open up uh, Google Docs and 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 put a little extra in, in that. Uh, and I just, I don't like this, this 
job for me. I'm not going to say I'm overwhelmed, but it is very intensive. So like when I get to the office, yeah, I BS, I make the rounds. I talk, I, I you know, catch up. Oh, how's your weekend, et cetera. But really it's, you said, it, sorry, you said IBS and I thought you meant you were BSing. I thought you meant you get to the office, your IBS kicks in and then you got to. Depends on the day. <laughs> no, I, 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 right. I visit with, uh, with everybody, you know, but then I, I get in my office, I close my door and, you know, I, I make the necessary phone calls. I do the necessary, you know, work that I need to do. And then, you know, as, as we mentioned, we're recording this after 10 o'clock and I text you. I'm like, I just got home from work and you're like, yay, I was about to fall asleep. Uh, so I, I've put in a day, I'm going to put in a week of full days, you know, this week. And, and I know for a lot of people, that's a different thing. Oh, it's a nine to five or it's a 10 hour day. Um, I left the house this morning about eight 30 and, and got home again, 10 o'clock tomorrow. It's going to be similar Wednesday, not too different, you know? So but similarly, you know, I, I actually found that I was had more time in my last job when I was driving the truck. Not that I had a laptop out and was taking down notes, but I would, if I'm going down the interstate and I've got, you know, 30 miles of interstate before I have to get off the exit, my brain would be working about generating ideas. And I would open up my notes in my phone and I would kind of talk to text and dictate these ideas uh, to then, you know, transpose to the computer at, at some time. But I, I found it in that kind of not, not more quiet time, but, you know, more free time on the job that I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. I should remember that. I'm, you know, I, I have that kind of same, I don't say same situation because I don't open the notes text, but when I'm out on a walk or out doing something, I will start formulating paragraphs sentences in my head and be like, okay, that's what I want to talk about. But then when I get back and I sit down at the computer, I'm like, what did I just think? What was I doing? How can I not, why can I not rewrite the sentence the same way that I did 20 minutes ago in my head? Why can't I um, do that? And, and so that's where I get stuck. Cause I just, as soon as I sit down, I'm like, it's a blank. My mind's like, nope, we're, we're, we're not actually working. We hate you. And um, we're going to prevent you from writing. So I am struggling with that first step of how do I sit down? Like you, how do you know, especially right now, I have all the time in the world, basically every day. Why can't I sit down and write? How do, how do I take that step into, and, you know, I, maybe it's something where if I actually started, then maybe the, the ideas would just flow out of me and I would do it, but it's, it's kind of like doing laundry. I don't want to do it. And so it takes me forever. But then once I get that first load in, eventually two hours later, I'm done. I, so in a similar way, and and I'll just say, you know, not in any disparaging way, but you have a little bit more free time than I do. Yeah. Uh, so what if, if you like, did deadlines ever work to you or, or like when you were in school uh, and you had like a, to write an essay or a paper or something mm-hmm. like, okay, I need it uh, next Friday. Uh, and like, Oh, I better get six pages, you know, or, right. or whatever that were you one of those who was like, I'm going to put it off and then and pound it out in the final three days. Or did you, I, I, if you gave yourself a deadline, let's say, you know, tonight's Monday night. If you said, you know what, by Friday, I want to have X amount of work done. Yeah. It does. It, 
wouldn't work on me because there's no punishment for the missing the deadline. Yeah. And like a friend of mine who's also a writer and we were talking a couple of weeks ago, like, Hey, let's hold each other accountable for writing. Let's check in. And I mean, if I don't write, all it does is delay the greatest American novel ever written from getting completed. <laughs> you, you, what if you put a wager on it? Like, or, you know, if, if he, he or she, your, your friend, who's a writer, um, if the two of you got together and said, all right, clean slate or whatever it is, uh, whoever writes the most, uh, you know, most pages, whatever, and try to set some parameters. So, so it's Apple to Apple, not Apple to Buick. Uh, so, you know, we're doing like uh, Times New Roman size 12, you know, double line space, whatever, whatever it is. So, so it's equal. Uh, whoever writes the most pages, the loser has to take them out to dinner you know, or take them to you know, in your in your geographical capacity, Disneyland. Uh, you know, so, something where there are stakes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is an option, but uh, <laughs> but then I would have to see my friend and hang out with him. I'm like, no, um, we don't work together anymore. That was one of the benefits of COVID. No, I'm joking. Um, not that Navarro is listening, but if he is. He knows that uh, I'm a jackass at times. So that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but that's the thing. That's the problem is that there is no, you know, if I had a deadline, if I actually had, you know, someone who I knew was going to publish or, you know, if I, if I did a screenplay, I knew it was going to get made. If I write the book that I have, I knew that I was going to get published and knew that I had, okay, by the end of J- July, you have to have X amount done or else we cancel the deal. That would be. Um, something to do, but yeah, without actually having much, many writing samples to send out to try to solicit to get someone to give me money to write in advance, I don't know how to do that. Chad, here's what I want you to do. We talked about Venmo earlier. I want you to Venmo me a hundred dollars, and if you don't have something typed up and prepared by the end of July, I'm going to keep that hundred dollars. <laughs> but if you do have something to show by the end of July, I'm going to give you your money back plus a little interest. Um, Greg, you, you've never been interested in anything that I've done. So don't try to. That's not that. true, <laughs> Chad. First of all, A, I'm um, talking about fiscal interest uh, uh, it, that compounds uh, daily. <laughs> I am checking my, oh, I do actually have $100 in my Ven- Venmo account. Okay, um, I'll hold on to it. I use that as uh, uh, Venmo. People Venmo me, and I forget all about that the money is there. And then when I go to Venmo somebody, I'm like, holy crap, I have money. And so it's like money that I didn't know that I had. And so I feel, always feel when I use Venmo that I'm not actually paying for anything. because Yeah, just, that's true. Um, anyway, that's a whole lot Venmo and not writing. Um, I will <laughs> take that into consideration. Um, but I'm going to be busy in July, so I don't know if that is feasible. I'm going to be out of town quite a bit. Yeah, I'm going to be out of town in July. Well, you're not right. You're not sending me a hundred dollars to. <laughs> you're right, and I think so. So, without giving too much away, um, because I don't want anybody to steal your ideas. Oh, what- I do. I I wanted to give out ideas so that someone else can write them, be successful, and then I can come in and sue them for stealing my ideas. 
Okay, so tell us what <laughs> what what medium are you? Are, is it a book? Is it a screenplay? Is it uh, a um, sitcom? Is it a show? Are we gonna? Or is Chuck Lorre gonna uh, find you as the next big sitcom writer? Um, I, I would hope that I would never have to write something as horrible as a Chuck Lorre sitcom, even though I did enjoy the Big Bang Theory, and I credit him for, or you know, he did get a start on My Two Dads and wrote a couple of songs on the Can't Buy Me Love soundtrack. So I'm not totally anti Chuck Lorre, but it was honestly, I apologize. It was the first name to come to mind. No, he's a, I mean, he's a very, Hey, I, if I had a career like Chuck Lorre, again, I would not complain because I mean, I don't really want to feud with Ch- Charlie Sheen, but um, whatever. No, I, I mean, I do have a couple of screenplay ideas that need to be fleshed out, but I also have a, the main thing that I want to write is a book um, kind of in the vein of Chuck Klosterman, if you're familiar with his works, he's a um, pop culture writer. Uh, he's, he's, I recommend his second book, Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs, is really good. And he just had a book come out a few months ago called The 90s, which I have sitting on my bookshelf that I've not read yet. But it's all basically a collection of essays. And, and so mine would be taking my views on society, writing them into a you know, different essays dealing with different aspects and, and, uh, you know, a, a good title that I could use would be yelling at clouds because it is kind of, and, and so that's the problem also with the writing is like, okay, am I saying anything, one that is really new or saying it in a way that hasn't been said before? Are there other people out there that are better writers, better um, philosophizers out there who have already said this stuff and you know do i want to just yell at clouds for 200 pages and that's so again that's more of the self-sabotaging aspect of the writing as well is that um when you talk to yourself and saying like well no one wants to read this no one wants to cares about this you know but yes i would love to by 2023 have a book out that we can travel to different cons, set up tables, have people walk by us as they go to get uh, Todd Bridges autograph. And yeah. Todd Bridges. Cool. Willis himself. Yeah. Bet you didn't think I knew that, did you? The last remaining cast member. I, so I don't say this in any way to discourage you. I'm on team chat. I think you know that. Mm-hmm. 2023 is six months and 10 days away. So as but as a whole year. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. If you're but yeah. that's as, in January. As, but yes. as Wayne would say, pitter patter. <laughs> yeah, it's just too bad I'm so awkward. Um, but yeah, so now I'm gonna turn it back to you because I know in the past we've talked about your comic book idea that you have been writing or wanting to write. How what is the status on that? That needle has not moved in well over a year, probably. Hmm. Certainly, uh, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Because I don't think I've I've opened up the dock, and there is, and it's it sucks because there's a reminder on my uh, laptop desktop screen. There is a reminder there. Uh, hmm. A. a that is the name of, of what I would, you know, call this graphic novel. My thing is, 
what I want to do, I want to do in one shot. Uh, it's not, it, I, it, I want it to be fully fleshed out. Like I don't want it to be, you know, a tell a whole story over 23 pages, 21 pages, whatever that traditional single issue is. Like, I feel like to tell my story be a hundred, 120 pages. Um, it is, I don't want to divulge too much largely because I haven't, cause I, I've, I've, I've held on to it. Not so much like yeah. as a state secret, you know, but, but I've held it because I, if, if, if this is my story, right? So I don't, it, it, I don't care necessarily how it's like, if it sells a million books and, and I'm not in any way, like any, any delusions of, of grandeur that it would do that. At the end of the day, I want to be able to, you know, have it, you know, flesh it out fully. Uh, I want to have it published maybe, you know, through a Kickstarter or some other, you know, have other people get their hands on it. I want, I want it for my shelf as much as I want it for anybody else's shelves, because I've never considered myself a creative person. Um, you know, especially in, in the, with the written word, uh, I, I, but I had a dream, not, you know, an MLK dream. Don't, don't worry. Don't be offended people. But I had a dream years ago, like probably, probably end of 2016 now, if I had to guess, if I had to speculate. And in that dream, something was so vividly expressed in this dream that it's one of those that has stayed with me all these years. And I, I woke up from th- that dream that morning in, in like October of 2016. And I was like, I got to write that down. And so that's how the early begin. And I've like, I've reached out to experts in f- certain fields related to characters in this book. And I say, look, you know, a, I apologize for bothering you with, with, with something realistically silly, you know, but this is, what I'm, I'm doing. And so I'll say, I'll say that I'll give this much away. It is a Christmas story, not, not a Christmas story, but it is a, a, a story that very much has influence from uh, the holidays. And so I reached out to um, there that you can go online. I, I, I think I know this through Mick Foley's uh, uh, book. The Saint, the Saint Mick book, and I am Santa Claus documentary. The uh, I, I went online and, and I googled the uh, Fraternal Order of Real Beard Santas Forbes, and I sent them an inquiry like, "Hey, this is kind of I have a question. This is kind of what I'm working on." And the national president of the Forbes of the of the Fraternal Order of Real Beard Santas took time out to say, "Hey, I saw your inquiry. What's your question?" So I asked him. And he says, look, he says, you know, Santa Claus, the, the character of Santa Claus has been portrayed in in numerous ways. You know, he cited, you know, things like bad Santa and, and other, you know, which they're not all rosy dispositions. And he's like, eh, do whatever you want, you know, make it your own and and, uh, and and have fun with it and good luck. And let me know if you need any help down the road and then come to find out that not one but two of my clients are actual Santa Clauses. One of my clients is the official Santa for Belleville, Illinois, uh, the, the parade. And, and he's the 
downtown. He's like Santa hut in, in downtown, uh, the, uh, Chris Kindle marked, uh, that they have in downtown Belleville every year. So I, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating for me because I, I want to get words out on the page, but then I, a, I don't make the time to do it. And when I do, it's like, I, I found that it's so much easier to just sit in my chair and watch TV, you know, watch like mm-hmm. scrubs or letter Kenny or a movie, you know, rather than doing anything productive with that time. And so for me, it's like, uh, I'm not even reading comics. I mean, I, I, I do here and there, but, but I'm just, I'm just being lazy and I'm not making, I'm, I'm not being disciplined enough to do anything that's, that's productive with my time. That is true. Did you ask if there are ginger Santa clauses? Cause I think that would be a frightening story to tell. That one never came up, Chad. <laughs> oh, just curious. Maybe it's only me, but yes, that's the problem is sitting down to actually write, having that discipline, having, having, you know, even when I was doing blogs and, and started a sub stack or whatever it's called WordPress or whatever, it's just, yeah, you don't writing. I enjoy it. I, I would like to say that I am a writer and I can do it, but much like this podcast, every time I sit down to write, I just realized that I'm out of time. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.